Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Nobody pray for me. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with Joe Franklin and Wes Moore on 1037 The Buzz. Hour number three, glad you're with us. Westmore, Joe Franklin, this is Out of Bounds. Got Bill Ingram hanging out with us. Thought we could talk a little high school basketball since the uh, regional tournaments start today. Yep. Uh, 4A, 3A, 2A, 1A. And then you got the state tournament beginning next Tuesday. Yes. This, this, this is the favorite time of the year for me. Uh, you got high school going on. You still got college going on. Uh, this is a great time of the year. And like I say, the, the, these regional tournaments start today, which, which is really fun to go watch them. Uh, they'll be – I'm not quite sure of the, the, uh, the sites, but they'll – you know, they – in every part of the state, and then of course the state tournaments next week. You got the six A is in North Little Rock, five A is in uh, Searcy, the four A is in Farmington. Farmington, Fa- Fa- I-, I-, I listen. They got a great team, and they're going to make sure <laughs> they're going to they're going to have a great home court advantage to get to the states to get to the state championship game. So uh, you got a lot of good teams that's that's uh, that'll be playing. And all of these different classifications, so it's really exciting time. And if one of them in your area, you need to go out and support it and and support the young people. In seven A, we've been talking uh, a lot about Bryant, Central, North Little Rock. North Little Rock last night got another big win. They beat Bryant last week. Bryant was a little shorthanded with injuries, but North Little Rock got the win. Then last night they beat Central, held off Central a big re- second half rally and beat them by a point. And North Little Rock's hosting that that tournament, so you, you got to think. Charger Wildcats got a chance to make it to that championship game. Oh, and no question, no question, and they, and they'll have a great home court advantage. They have a great, they have great support over there. Uh, the, the student body is really active and show up, and and they'll have a chance. That'll be a great opportunity for them to make it to the state finals because um, they've been playing really well. I thought, you know, they beat Brian, but Brian was was like you said, they were shorthanded last week. But Central, they beat Central last night. Central was not shorthanded, mm-hmm. so. Uh, so they have as good as chances, I think, as anybody, of winning the seven A, uh, and especially having it at home. You know, they ha- they they have a true home court advantage. Who are you excited to see with the regionals coming up before you get the state tournament? Uh, you know, when we when we watch the when we watch the reason, I'm tell it's a team that I that I'm telling everybody need to watch out for. It's Arkadelphia. Hmm. Don't don't sleep on Arkadelphia. They've lost a couple games in in the conference, but I think two of those games they were short players. But that's one team that I that I've watched that I'm really looking at is is is, is Arkadelphia. I think they really got a chance. They may sneak up and win that state tournament. A team that's kind of uh, come up. And, I mean, they hadn't lost many games, but they've entered our rankings. Magnolia kind of flew under the radar, and all of a sudden you look up and. And we remember Magnolia and the runs they had with Darian Ford, but what's Magnolia got now? You know, they got Darian's little brother, hmm. <laughs> and uh, he's a he, he's he's a I think he's a ninth grader, but uh, but he's playing and playing well for him. But I think you know that they're you know they got a, a, a excellent coach, and they love basketball down there. And those guys and Darian kind of set the stage, the tone of how they work, and they expect you know they're just kind of like you say flying flying below the radar. And uh, and they uh, they want to get when you get in these state tournaments, it's anybody's game. It's anybody's game, and any the you you get a hot shooting team, and before you know it, you know they're in the state finals. It seems like every few years, every five six years, if Magnolia has has dropped off a little bit, they're always going to reemerge every few years. That like you said, they love basketball in that area, and it's just something about you know what they do as a basketball program they're always going to be relevant at some point well you know, i'm gonna tell you they have a great summer basketball system they play their kids in in summer basketball all year uh those kids train all year round so they they have a and it all kind of started you know 
And I'm sure they had some great teams before Darren got them. That all kind of started with that group of kids that played with Darren. But they're, you know, when they're in junior high, they're playing. They got all their kids together playing all summer. So they're building every year. They're building every year for that high school team. And that's what these smaller towns like that have to do. You you got to start building your program. You got to have those kids in the gym all year round. And uh, and when the time come, when they get to high school, they can emerge and, and, and compete for state championships. Today's that kind of white knuckle day for the uh, regionals because you got to win today to get into the state tournament. You know, you could you could be the one seed and get upset, and your season's over. And, and you know, Wes, I, to me, me personally, I don't like that rule. I, but it's but I t- but it brings a lot of drama though. Yeah, because if you mess around, just think about it, you start off and have a. A first, a, t- a first, that first half, you start off and have a, a tough first half. Now the second half, things you get real tight, and we've seen it happen uh, a couple of teams where the one seed lost on the first day and you out. And I, I just, me myself, I wish they would change that. I, I think the one seed should be automatically in. I think the one seed should be out. But you know, I tell you what, it, it makes it for it, it makes it exciting. And it makes it very tense for that one that one seed. <laughs> yeah. Today and tomorrow. Today and tomorrow. Today and tomorrow. You got to win that first game to get into the state to tournament. Get into the state tournament. Then there'll be four teams left in that regional, and then it's all about seeding on uh, Friday and Saturday. Who's going to be the one, two, three, and four seed for the state tournament? For the state tournament. Yes. Yes. That's you know I forgot. I, like I said, I'm glad you brought that up because I I've, every year I've complained about that rule. The one seed should not have to. They should be in automatically. And, so I don't, and I don't know how you do that. I don't know if you just sit them out. I don't know how you do give it. Them give them a buy. It's something, but they should be in. But they're not. And like I said, that makes that today and tomorrow, and you watch those halftime scores, that's a good indication if it's trouble. Mm-hmm. Those halftime scores are tight. That one seed, that one seed going to be real tight that second half. I think they should be starting here pretty soon. I think yeah. 4 o'clock is four the, o'clock. Uh, the yep. start for some of these uh, regionals. Uh, get, going back to 7A, uh, I was about to say, we're familiar with Bryant and Central and North Little Rock and what they've done all season. What about Northwest Arkansas? Because in the last ratings that we had, it was Fayetteville and Harbor, 1 and 2. And I know Harbor beat the heck out of Fayetteville last night, kind of solidified being number 1 in the state. Although, like we said, Bryant, who was number 1, lost on the road to North Little Rock, out two starters. What what are those two teams? What kind of threat are those two teams? Look, Harbor is a serious threat. Now Harbor played a great great non conference schedule. They came they beat Bryan in non conference. They beat Maumel here. They lost to Central up there in double overtime. They played a great non conference schedule. Fayetteville didn't play as tough as non conference schedule as Harbor did. But I th- both of them are very good team. But to me, Harbor. If it's any team that's going to win it out of the West, it'd be Harbor, and they are without a doubt the most dangerous team in the state. I, you know, if I had to pick, if I had to pick a favorite, you know, it'd be a toss-up between them, Brian, and Central. Now, Central, I think probably from top to their first five is probably the most talented, and I think they run into issues after they get past that first five. But if if they're playing well, then they'll be tough to beat. Harbor is going to be very difficult to be because they have they have a good starting five and they have a couple of kids coming off the bench and then Brian is just great off from about seven to eight players and they're very versatile they got guard they got guys everybody on their team can handle the ball everybody on their team can take guys off the dribble they got two or three got Kellen Robinson can really score and shoot from anywhere and then you got uh, Cameron Bead is like the Corey Beck. Of, of of high school basketball. I mean, he just takes over games. They got R.J. Young, versatility. He can defend all five positions. So I'm t- so that's what makes Brian so difficult because they got great guard play, but every guy they have on the floor that can handle the ball, and, and, they, and they all are pretty good defenders as well. So they're going to be a tough out. They're so going to be a tough out. Which one of those teams is deeper than Brian or Harbor? I think Harbor is a little deeper. I think Harbor is a little deeper – um, but they, but it's so close. I don't know if you can tell the difference. Hmm. I don't know. I think Harvard's a little uh, deeper, but I'm just telling you, those two teams right there. I'm telling you, they they're gonna be great to watch. If Central is clicking, if Central is clicking, nobody can beat them. If they got both team rolling with with with, with Luke Moore 
and and um, and, and Daniel Cuson, it's going to be tough for them to get beat. The problem is, can you get all those guys rolling at the same time, and then keep them out of foul trouble? Uh, but Brian and Harbor to to me is is the most is the deepest team. Now there's some other teams in the seven A North Little Rock could jump up and and, and beat somebody. Um, you can't leave Fayetteville out. Of course, Springdale is very talented. They got one of the most talented players. They in the, were in the finals state. last year, right? Springdale. Yeah, they was in the final. They upset Central and was they was in the finals last year, but they had uh, Cordy Muldrew on their team, which he's at Harbor now. So he got in the portal and went to Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, the portal is alive and living in high school oh, in I high know. school sports. So oh, know. it, you know what, it always has been. It just hasn't been put out there like it is. Yeah. Like players have always moved and transferred to different schools. That's always happened. It's, just, it, it's happening more now. It's happening more now because well, you don't have to be as creative as you as you School used. choice. Yeah, it's school choice. So And now they're putting it out on Twitter when they move. And I'm before, not, we wouldn't know about it, and they'd show up on another team. You're like, wait, what did he... And, yeah, and, he was at that other school last year. What happened? And, and now they announce it. Not, and this is the strange thing about... To me, I didn't know that was... Le- they're announcing it while they're still at the other school. <laughs> now, is that... Is that legal? I didn't know that was. I, I looked at. A, I saw a kid saying he was transferring next year, uh-huh. but he was still at the other school. So the because I think they have like a period, like a two or three week period, where they can transfer to pretty much any school they want to. And but that I think that two or three week period is like in the summertime. Well, I heard they could now you could have a kid like if he was a three sports star. Yeah. He could play football for one school, transfer, go play basketball for another school, and then transfer and play baseball somewhere else. They can do it all in the same season. Yeah, that's crazy. Now see, that's like the that's like the NCAA. That's that's too much. That's too much. Now there's no way you should be at three schools in one year. Of course, you're you're transferring for, for school reasons, not for athletic, athletic reasons. reasons. <laughs> it but seems you, like with basketball, though, that's been the story for basketball players more than any sport. Those have been the players that have transferred more in high school. Even when you think about it nationally, how some of these guys have moved around, that's, it's always been happening. But it seems like basketball is that sport that players have moved around for. Well, in Arkansas, I know people don't want to hear me say this, but it's been the more, more popular sport as far as having high-profile players, McDonald All-Americans, NBA first-round draft picks. So... It's been a bigger sport, so when when you get some kid transfer like Terry Young Burgess, everybody's going to know about mm-hmm. it. Um, so I think that has a lot to do with, you know, when Malik left uh, East Poinsett, went to uh, Benville. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's going to know about that. Uh, so, but it, but you're right, it's 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 a live thing now, and it's um, you know I like some of it, but some but a lot of it I don't like. Because I just like seeing young people. Sometimes you need to stick things out, and uh, and and I get it. Every situation is different, but I just like to see them sometimes just stick it out and 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 just make it better instead of jumping up, leaving. Bill, it's just filtering down. They see what's happening at yeah. the next level, and everything is going to filter down. Exactly, exactly. No question. Before we get to six A or five A in Cersei, let's uh, take this phone call. Brett's in Glenwood. Brett, welcome in. To out of bounds. Yeah, how are you guys doing? Good. What's up? Uh, I'm just driving through Arkansas. Uh, I, my dad's from Glenwood. I live actually in Indiana. And, of course, you know, basketball, high school basketball in Indiana is huge. But one thing I've noticed about Arkansas, it seems like for smaller states, Arkansas produces some really big-time basketball players. You know, even more so, like Coach Ingram was saying there, than football anymore. And uh, I was just wondering wh- why that that's the case. Even though Indiana loves their high school basketball, it seems like Arkansas produces even more big-time Division One players. If you could just comment on that. Thanks for the call, Brett. I just think, uh, you know, I think we have we have we have great high school coaches. And we have great summer basketball, mm-hmm. and I think that has a lot to do with it. And I think kids are, are training all year round now. Uh, which you better, and I'm sure you have too, Joe. You've seen some of our AAU teams. We play last year. We played 72 games. 
we practiced probably 60 times. We had probably 60 practices. We played 72 games. Uh, and most, and out of that 72 games, I would say 60 of them was against high-level competition. So, so, so now, you know, they're seeing, you know, you got uh, a measuring stick now. When you see other great players, they're playing against other great players. It's not a fear anymore playing against other great players. They expect to do that. We have great players of our own. I mean, think about it. We've had, in the last 20 years, how many McDonald Americans have Arkansas produced? And every one of those McDonald Americans have been first-round draft picks. So, and, and these kids see that. So, when you start doing that, more and more kids want to play and that's that's the issue with, that I have with football. It's not an issue with football that I think we have too many kids playing basketball because I look at these AU teams, and you know I've said it over and over, that 8th, ninth, and 10th man really should be playing football, and they probably would be great football players. Mm-hmm. But you can't get them to play. It's hard for you to get them to play football because they see in the summertime, you're on a summer basketball team, you're traveling all summer, you know, playing ball against guys around the country, you stay in hotels and stuff like that, and that's appealing to kids. But I see it. I see it all. I've I've encouraged as many of them as I could. That I thought, hey man, you would be a better football player. There's nothing wrong with you playing basketball, but you need to play football too, because it's a better opportunity for them. Now, the problem is somehow we need to come up with a system where we can all work together and do that as a group. And 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 I think that's the problem we keep running into. Our ba- basketball. Wes, I bet you we got at least 25 AAU programs here in the state of Arkansas. That's way too many. Hmm. Now, I, I agree it's, it gives kids, more kids, opportunities to play. But a lot of these kids are not going to play college basketball. And they should probably be playing football. And it would be, and they would be, a, and some of these guys, I know this for a fact, would be great football players. But they don't want. We can't. You know, we got to be able to convince them to get out there. Why uh, give up traveling and uh, flying around the country and playing inside an air-conditioned gym instead of going out on the football field when it's a hundred degrees outside and sweat and work? Because that could be the difference between you being a Power Five player mm-hmm. and a low D one player or D two player, or yeah. not playing or not, college ball, or not playing college ball. Yeah. I'm not playing. So, I, I, you know, I love it. I, of course, I love them. I'm a basketball guy. I love to see all these young people playing basketball. But I, I just think we've got in a situation where we've encouraged them just to do one thing. And I, and sometimes it comes from football coaches. I've had kids say, well, Coach, he told me if I play basketball, I can't play football. Which is, to me, why would you do something like that? Mm-hmm. What's the time frame we're talking about with the 72 games? Like over how many months? Is that just over the summer? That's, or is that throughout the school year? No, that started March, at the end of March, and it ended at the end of July. And, uh, you know, but you uh, think about it. We They travel, just say, for instance, during the month of July, it's, what, it's 30 day, 31 days in July. We're, last year, we were on the road. Out of that 31 days, we were on the road 22 of those days. <laughs> So the month of July, we pretty much I pretty much got these these kids the whole month, and uh, and this you know and when you're traveling on the average you're playing two games probably two games a day most of the time. So and then before the summertime hit, you know once once the last weekend of March hit, we gone every weekend all the way up until after Memorial Day. That'll be our first weekend off after Memorial Day, and then they'll go back with their high school teams in the month of June, and then we'll pick back up at the end of June. And go through July with them. Before you go, let me uh, talk about Cersei in the 5A tournament. I think Benton, may, Benton the favorite? I think Benton has emerged as the favorite. Now that when the year started, Pine Bluff was the favorite because they got base, their whole team coming back, they top scores. They were the favorite, but that conference is so great. Benton ended up beating Pine Bluff twice in conference play, they ended up beating Lake Hamilton twice in conference play. That's a great conference as it is. You got three top teams in that just three top teams in that conference alone mm-hmm. is playing against each other so and then when you get over to the 5A Central you got Valonia that won the conference they wasn't picked to win the conference but they have a great team and they're led by Deshaun Spence you got Mar- where's Mar- he going right now he's, he, he decommitted from a, a junior college out in California 
he put his name back in the recruiting, and I think that had to do with his – he had some increases on his test score. Gotcha. So – Six six athletic guy. Yeah, he's fun to watch. Yeah, he's fun to watch. He'll have he'll have some choices. Then you got you got Marmel that's in that conference that came in second. And I think they the most talented team in the state from top to bottom. From man to man, I think they the most talented team in the state. Um you got Jacksonville in that conference. You got Parkview in that conference. You got Catholic that's playing good basketball in that conference. That conference is a great conference. And then you go to the 5A West where you got Russellville, you got Alma, you got uh, Van Buren, you got Mountain Home. Those are all good teams. So that'll be another. And listen, if you in Central Arkansas, this is the state tournament next week will be a great time for you because you can go between Searcy and North Little Rock in 30 to 35 minutes. So that, that that's what I'll be doing. I'll be going between those two places. How many games are you going to see in the next week? As many as I can. <laughs> I have no idea, but as many as I can, when I can get away from work, then I'll be I'll be saying it. Bill, it was fun. Glad man, you were able to come into the studio today. Anytime, man. I enjoyed this, man. You, I listen to you guys every day when I, when I can sneak you guys in at work. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it, man. You guys do a great job on this. We appreciate it. Always good to see you. You too. We may have to catch you in between North Little Rock and Searcy next week and uh, get a phone in. Oh, man, I'd love to. Give us a little update from what you're seeing there at the state tournaments. Sounds good. Bill Ingram with us. We'll take a break when we come back. See what's trending. Stick around. This is Out of Bounds. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big O' Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Sports Center. Arkansas basketball got their fourth win of conference play last night, beating Texas A&M 78-71 behind another big performance from Makai Mitchell, who had 22 points, 13 rebounds, and four blocks. After the game, Coach Eric Musman talked about Mitchell's play as of late. He's playing as well as any center in the SEC. He's been extremely focused. Uh, there's been no distractions with his uh, minutes out there. We're, we're really relying on him. He's coming off the bench tonight. He played 33 minutes off the bench. The Razorbacks' next game will be on Saturday when they host Missouri at 11 a.m. Tonight, there are four games in the SEC. 13th-ranked Alabama will host 24th-ranked Florida at 6 on ESPN2. Vandy will host Georgia at 7.30 on the SEC Network. 17th-ranked Kentucky will take on LSU at 8 on ESPN. And Mississippi State will host Ole Miss at 8 on ESPN2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Need a new set of tires? Or maybe your car is making a noise that is waking the dead. Payday is still two weeks away, or maybe you're waiting on your tax refund. We've all been there. Your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot understands. That's why we offer several finance programs. Maybe your credit's not as spotless as you'd like it to be. Our understanding staff can help. All this and huge savings, too. Type, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. Listen for Oakwan's Nancy Holtis on The Zone, presented by Crave Barbecue and Specialty Dogs. Bryant's new sports mecca in Saline County. Crave carries all the sporting events on their flat screens, axe throwing, and 30 beers and mixed drinks on their beer wall. Award-winning barbecue and specialty dogs. Plus, get lunch for under 10 bucks. Crave Barbecue and Specialty Dogs in Bryant. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Get your weekend started with Friday extended happy hour drink specials. The downtown location has two floors of fun with karaoke in the bar and J.J. Wilson, the DJ, playing an open format DJ set with something for everyone down in the basement. North Little Rock location gets karaoke party going 9 p.m. every Friday. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Two locations, downtown Little Rock and the new location in Lakewood Village, North Little Rock. Find us online brewskiespubandgrub.com. People who suffer from arthritis are getting real pain relief with exciting biologic therapies at QC Kinetics. The success rate is there and there's no better way to treat yourself when it comes to dealing with pain. Meet Tyler Vale, co-founder of QC Kinetics, who says they can't cure arthritis, but they can treat the pain. If you think of the tide coming in and out on the beach and what it does, it erodes the sand, right? Can't stop the tide, but eventually when the sand or the beach gets bad enough, we backfill that beach with sand so that we get generations of enjoyment with that beach again. And the same thing happens 
happens with your knee or your shoulder or your hip or your back. We want to backfill the problems that have happened to this point. I'm not stopping the tide, so I'm not stopping the arthritis, but I want to get generations of enjoyment out of those joints again. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Learn more about how restorative biologic therapies can get you real and lasting joint pain relief. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. If there's anything green in your yard right now, it's probably a weed, and you need to do something about it. Weed Control and Fertilization Service from Sanders Ground Essentials is easier and less expensive than doing nothing or trying to do it yourself. I did that one time and almost killed my yard. Sanders Ground Essentials saves you time and money and makes your yard the envy of the neighborhood. Don't wait. Do it now. Call Sanders Ground Essentials and get started with Sanders Ground Essentials Weed Control Program. Servicing all of Central Arkansas, including Benton and Bryant, on the web at SandersGround.com. Let's get growing. Tune in each week for I Didn't See That Coming on The Zone. Every Tuesday, Justin and DJ discuss those stories that cause you to raise an eyebrow. It's I Didn't See That Coming presented by Barton's Home Outlet. Kitchens, baths, floors, and more. 100% employee owned. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. in sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. Let's take a look at what's trending out there. I got one for you. Justin Fields says his decision to unfollow the Chicago Bears on Instagram, remember I told you about that yesterday, has nothing with him needing a break. It's nothing but him needing a break from social media. Don't read anything to it, apparently. Fields cleared the air about the decision to unfollow the Bears on Instagram on uh, St. Brown Brothers Podcast. He said, why do people take social media so serious? I still mess with the Bears. This and that. I'm just trying to take a little bit of a break, unfollow the Bears and the NFL. I'm not trying to have football on my timeline. It's something that I don't want to see on my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And guess what? When he looks on social media, it's either keep fields, we want fields, or it's either draft Caleb Williams. I'm tired of hearing the talk. He said, I just want it to be over. That's understandable. It is. Because there are other players that are answering questions about Justin Fields and what what the team should do, what the Bears should do with that number one overall pick. Here's one of them. The Williams. I don't know. Who is the first pick? The Bears. The Bears have the first pick. I think pick. they're going to keep Justin. They should if they're smart, but, you know. It's the Bears. <laughs> you said it, not me. C.J. Shroud. That's an Ohio State guy sticking up for another <laughs> Ohio State guy. <laughs> that makes sense. That's how it works. Yeah. Antonio Pierce says that the Raiders have Mahomes rules. So it's basically the Detroit Pistons approach to Jordan and the Jordan rules. He says that uh, you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons in the 80s. Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, feeling them, love taps, we touched them. We're in the head. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, I'm touching you. So I showed that to the guys and uh, showed Jordan getting beaten up. So he said that that's the approach that the Raiders take towards Mahomes. I heard some of that this morning driving in, and uh, I know there's maybe some criticism of Pierce, but I loved it. I, I thought it was great. He's trying to set the mentality for that team. And look, the Chiefs are the team to beat. And if you want to 
uh, make the playoffs, you want to win the division, you want to make a run in the AFC, who do you got to knock off? The champs. And who who's the most important player on that team? Mahomes. So he wasn't saying to do anything dirty. He wasn't saying to hurt him. He was just saying, we're going to get physical with Mahomes, and we're going after Mahomes. That's what you do with a quarterback, right? You put pressure on a quarterback, you make him uncomfortable, then he makes bad decisions. Heck, happened in the Super Bowl. 49ers got after him. Mahomes is scrambling, throws one up to Kelsey, but he overthrew him by six yards, and it was picked off. So I like the mentality he's setting with the Raiders. It worked for them in the last game that they played against the Chiefs, and that was really the last game that the Chiefs played a bad game was against the Raiders on Christmas Day. Last game they lost, right? Yeah. Charlie Woods, Tiger Woods' son, he's going to take part in an event. It's going to be an 18-hole event, and that starts tomorrow. And then there are 25 players and ties that each of the four pre-qualifying sites, they'll advance to a Monday qualifier that's going to take place from February 29th through March 3rd. So Charlie Woods getting on the course, and we've seen some of his game already. He continues to get better. Now, that would be fun. Golf needs a Woods. Tiger's not doing it right now. I know he he had the uh, flu, right? Or Yeah, that was it. He had the flu when he withdrew. Uh, had to take a couple bathroom breaks, and social media blew up about, first of all, he withdrew and he was playing poorly, and everyone was speculating maybe it was his back, because you remember he said his back locked up when he shanked the shot on 18 the day before, and then he withdraws early in round two. And he had taken two bathroom breaks. And so there are all these crazy memes about Tiger in the uh, bathroom break. And uh turns out he just had the flu and was sick and had to withdraw. Charlie Woods, 15 years old now. He's growing before our eyes. Uh, he first hit the scene probably where people took notice of him when he was about 12. And that time has flown by in the last three years. Uh, Los Angeles Angels infielder Anthony Rendon has been in the news. He's been trending. Here's why. Is it still a top priority for you? Though? It's never been a top priority for me. This is a job, so I do this to make a living. Uh, my faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Is it a priority? Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here, aren't I? Do you want to be here? I don't want to talk to you guys at <laughs> seven in the morning or whatever time it is. So. You, I mean, do you want? I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have answered goals? your question. So why do you keep picking at it? Oh, yeah, you technically answered it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I kind of was wanting more, so I get it, but then I get him. He didn't want to talk more about it, so um, what he said, was, I'm fine with. It's not priority number one. It doesn't have to be, and it probably shouldn't be. Faith and family should come first. It's just like uh, my job, you know, faith, family, and then work is on down the list. But I, it's my job, and I, but I do love my job. So I, I guess it's kind of strange because so many people, you hear it all the time. Uh, how lucky professional athletes, whatever sport, Phil, you know, they get to do for a living is play a sport. And so they love it. He doesn't love it. So that's the only thing that's kind of struck me a little odd for that. Well, he just realizes that that was his way. And he said that he treats it like a job. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't love it, but that's the way that he's able to, to navigate through life and, and have a good life and provide for the family. So it's just like anybody else that is thinking about that as their job. That's how he looks at it. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, people on the outside are saying, man, I, I would love to do that. He just thinks of it as a job. Yeah. And, and it's, it's almost like with us where people will say, oh, man, you guys have fun. You, you do this and you're able to do these certain things. It's still a job. Yeah. And it's something that we have to take serious. It's not just about showing up and having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are, there are Fridays when it's uh, like a perfect 74 degrees and no humidity, and uh, I'd love to be out there playing golf. <laughs> but, you know, this is a job, so i got to be here, you know? And so I understand that, that part of it. But you just think of so many people who dream of playing in the big leagues or the NFL or the NBA. That is their dream. He's so good. It's a job. That's, a, that, that's his way to make a living. That he was that good at it, you know, and where others are they're living a dream. You hear, you hear that so much. How lucky they are to be playing professional, uh, professional sport. It's just this is a different side of that. It's it's odd to hear. On re, re, honestly, it is. It's just odd to hear that. It's just reality, and he told the truth. He said that yeah. he's doing this basically 
there are people that are always saying, well, these guys are doing it for the money. Anthony Rendon said that he's doing, doing it, it for, for the money. money. He said this is his way to provide. Here's a guy, Mike Trout, that's making a lot of money, and people are always talking about sticking with the Angels, what his future is with the Angels. What was your conversation like with Artie and, and John, and, and how would you come away you know, feeling about the future here? Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, it's just – just small conversations. Um, obviously, had had one right after the season. I'm gonna keep that, uh, you know, internally the, between us. But uh, you know, I was I was uh, this off season. I was in contact with both of them, just um, pushing, pushing, pushing. Um, you know, there's like I said, there's still there's still some guys out there that can make this team a lot better. But uh, you know, just with the guys we got in here now, it's first day of spring. Um, you know. But the additions, what Perry's brought to this bullpen, I, I've always said that playing good defense and, uh, you know, pitching and having a good bullpen and, um, you know, wins, you, you look at that uh, in, the, in the past. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep pushing as, as long as I can until they get to the season starts or until them guys sign. Um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's just in my nature. You know, I'm doing everything I can possible. Um, you know, it's obviously Artie's decision. Um, I just, I'm going to put my two cents in there. I think the biggest thing right now is I think the easy way out is just ask for a trade. Um, you know, there might be a time, maybe, uh, I've, I really haven't thought about this, but, uh, you know, when I signed that contract, I, I'm loyal. You know, I want to win the championship here. And, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's mainly. I think the, the, the overall picture of winning a championship or getting to the playoffs here is bigger satisfaction, bailing out and just taking the easy way out. So I think that's... That's my, been my mindset, you know, maybe down the road if something's changed, but that's been my mindset ever since the trade speculations, you know, came up. So, so that's where I'm at. What would change, I mean, in theory? Cause it's, I, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can't predict the future. I mean, you know, like I said, that, that's been my mindset. I think the, the, the overall build of, you know, not getting to the playoffs and then finally that when it happens, I think that's... Um, that's that's bigger than if I just wanted to just get out of here. So, you know, I think the overall relationship with everything, everybody in this clubhouse, everybody in this organization, it's been great. Um, you know, if, if, if things change, obviously, um, and people feel a different way, uh, you know, we'll go from there. But right now, that's, that's how I feel. Mike Trout on staying with the Angels of Man. Uh, get him first of all. You can get him out of the AL West. <laughs> get him out. I'd love to see him play on a uh, team that was getting some attention. Not necessarily like go to the Dodgers or the Yankees, but go to a team that uh, we're going to get to see. The rest of the country could see how good Mike Trout is. Somebody said something similar to what Mike Trout said there, and it was Giannis. When they won a championship with the Bucks. Giannis said he could have gone wherever he wanted to, gone somewhere in free agency, but he said it meant more to win that championship and stick it out with the Bucks. And now you pair him with a guy like Dame Lillard, who Mike Trout in those comments said maybe one day, but he's loyal. That's what Dame Lillard always was, always was to the yep. Blazers. Mm-hmm. And now he's taking that step where he is with an organization where they feel like they have a great chance to win. But it's interesting with his comments. And now you have a couple of guys who are paired together in Giannis and Dame Lillard who those comments apply to both of them. It does. Well, baseball is here. Spring training is here. And so we're getting some uh, interviews with some of the players. Here's Juan Soto about joining the Yankees. It's really exciting. Uh, it's really nice to be here and uh, share locker rooms with those guys. It's just incredible. Uh, amazing organization. Um, how far it's going, it's just been great. It's been a great feeling. A uh, great start for me. I think we're in a good spot right now. Just play team baseball. Uh, that's that's all that matters. Uh, try to derive that that good vibe, uh, trusting each other's and play good baseball. At the end of the day, we gotta we gotta put our egos away and we gotta play as a team and try to do the little things uh, when it matters. You know, uh, that's that's what it takes you to the next level. The homers, the the doubles, the big hits, they gonna come, but you gotta you gotta you gotta do the little things first to get to that spot. For me, I'm just focusing 24. Uh, I'm here to play baseball. Um, I'm focusing on playing this year and try to win as much as we can and, and bring a championship to New York. 
Juan Soto threw, threw me off when he said Eggles. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what? Oh, ego. Gotcha. <laughs> That's a look at what's trending. Big thanks to West Rock Coffee for sponsoring what's trending. There's there's one more out there with uh, Texas A&M Commerce and oh, yeah, Incarnate Word. So they had a brawl on Monday night, but the Southland Conference has stepped in and uh, suspended eight players from that game where Texas A&M Commerce won 76-72. In overtime that night, they had a fight after the game. Now eight players combined from both teams have been suspended. Yeah, it was ugly. And it could have been uglier, but it still was uh, – brawl was a good word for that. It was uh, a lot of people involved. A lot of suspensions now. All right, when we come back, we'll start to wrap it up. I got some uh, lines for tonight's SEC games on Bet Saracen. Four SEC games. Kind of odd, Arkansas playing on a Tuesday and all the games. Arkansas's played mainly on Wednesdays this year. Yeah. So it's nice. We get to kick back and watch a little basketball tonight. Other teams playing. We'll take a look at those odds when we come back. Stick around. It's Out of Bounds. I'm Supreme Court Justice Barbara Webb. And I'm excited to announce my candidacy for the position of Chief Justice. From private practice to prosecuting attorney to justice on the Supreme Court, my over four decades of courtroom experience have more than prepared me for this opportunity. I'll be an experienced and prepared Chief Justice with a fresh perspective on how to tackle our biggest problems. And that's exactly what Arkansans deserve. I'll focus on reducing case backlogs, expanding public access to the court, and modernizing our current systems and processes to save time and create efficiencies. Most importantly, I will uphold the rule of law and protect our Constitution. That's what I've done my entire life, and that's what I'll do as your next Chief Justice. With your support, I will continue to be a fair and independent voice that all Arkansans can trust. Remember, early voting begins February 20th, and Election Day is March 5th. Paid for by the Barbara Webb for Chief Justice Committee. Old Man Winter here. One more snowstorm. Not a chance, Mr. Winter. It's spring. It's also time for the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all our award-winning Hyundai models, all backed by America's best warranty. Hurry in. These deals won't last at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end February 29th. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Morlton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. From now until February 29th, shop at Jones & Son during our 0% finance event. That's right. All purchases from now until the end of February are eligible for 18-month 0% financing. From our very own Jones & Son Couture Collection to Michael M., we have every shape and size of ring in store, featuring Arkansas's largest designer engaged ring selection. Get a low monthly payment when you finance with special 18 months zero interest financing at Jones & Son. Shop online at jonesandson.com. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. That's R-A-M-P dot sports. 
It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. <laughs> Wrapping it up on Out of Bounds, Westmore, Joe Franklin. Double R is getting all set. Drive Time Sports is coming up next. Pulled up my Bet Saracen app and looked at the four SEC games for tonight. Some nice games. I'm intrigued about a couple of them. Florida at Alabama should be fun. Florida is a nine and a half point underdog at Alabama. Hard to bet against Alabama at home, though. They're, they're so good, so explosive. I know Florida's been playing really well. I don't think I would touch that one, Joe. You want any part of that one? No, not at all, because that, that's one that could be close with the line and go either way. Georgia at Vandy. Georgia's a one-and-a-half-point favorite on Bet Saracen. Take Georgia. I kind of like Georgia, except my theory, not my theory, my statistics, Tuesday and Wednesday night games, home teams win in the SEC. It is now, let's see, 26-23 and 23 going into last night. Oh no, that was the Saturday games, twenty six and twenty three. Twenty seven and six. Well, I guess it uh changed last night, didn't it? Still taking Georgia. Because two uh, road teams won last night. Arkansas won, Tennessee won. It's so starting it's to balance 27 out. Twenty seven and eight. Yeah, starting to balance out a little 27 bit. Twenty seven and eight though. Home teams play well. Missouri played well last night and covered. I'd still take Georgia. I'd give up that point and half to take Georgia tonight. Absolutely. Uh, Kentucky at LSU. Kentucky's a five-and-a-half point road favorite. We've seen LSU play well in I spots. I was about to say that. We've seen LSU play well and beat some teams. Then we've seen LSU play bad and lose. And you're like, what's LSU doing? I can't bet on LSU. They're kind of like Arkansas. I don't know what team's going to show up. Take Kentucky. I think you're right. Kentucky needs to win. This is an important game for Kentucky. If they want to still have any kind of hope of catching Alabama, they got to win this game. Okay, I'll take Kentucky. Ole Miss at Mississippi State. Now, this is one I like. This is a rivalry game. This is the Egg Bowl on the basketball court. Ole Miss is getting six and a half points. Hmm. Doesn't that seem like too much for a rivalry game? It seems like it might be, but I would lean towards State on that. The home take the home team. But getting six and a half, State could win by four and you still win your bet. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if Mississippi State wins. In fact, they have the better net ranking. They're at home. Hump's a tough place to play. The dump. It's the reason they call it the dump. It's difficult to play there. But I think that's too many points. Bet Saracen. Download the app. Bet today. It's Arkansas's favorite sporting bet app. Got the double R props. I hit two last night. I didn't win a game last night in double R. I, had the, uh, I was really um, high on the Arkansas over-under betting the under and it was golden with four minutes to go they were sitting at 115 points with four minutes to go and it was a 145 and a half they scored 34 points combined in the last four minutes of that foul fest i kept looking at the clock and tick tick i'm like come on quit blowing your whistle quit sending them to the free throw line and i was like i might lose this and then it got to the point is i am going to lose this this is ridiculous. I'm glad that you and Joe do not listen to me at all. I'm glad you <laughs> and Joe do not listen to me at all. I was ridiculed by Wes and Joe Klein, for that matter. Oh, that's 11 and a half turnovers. That's way too many. What did they end up with? 11. It was too many. And they were, well, <laughs> and at one point... It was only like four. Yeah. And then they doubled it in about a two-minute span. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I, I mean, 58% hit last night. Oh, 58%. wow. 58%. I had seven of 12 that that paid off. And um, L. Ellis, good gracious, mm. except for a free throw, he had an egg. Mm-hmm. And I had him, I think, like seven and a half points, something very conservative. Um but um, and Lawson, hey Chandler Lawson, yeah. for a point and a half, what does he score? Zero, Zero. nada. So yep. you know some of these you never know. I mean that's just that's the uh, <laughs> that's why you uh, you win some and you lose some. But I really thought last night um, 
If you'd listen to me carefully, Wes, you could have won more than two of two. Two, Yeah, I hit the uh, Mitchell-Lawson combination bet for block shots and points. That was easy. Oh, the one that really blew me away. Jeremiah Davenport? No. Because that, that hit early, no, didn't it? No. Yeah. Oh, Davenport had his taken care of in the first three minutes. Yeah, I was like, gosh, we should have bet that one. That one's already over. Yeah. Uh, no, the one that blew me away was Devo Davis. Oh, yeah. Had him over twenty-seven and a half minutes. Mm, whoa! And I and 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 Joe, I I put it, I watered it low because he's averaging about thirty-five. But I thought, okay, well, what if he gets into foul problems? Ooh, yep. Okay, that can run that number down. I didn't realize that three fouls was going to run him down to about seven minutes and uh, twenty-seven and a half minutes. But again, you never know. He, I think I had him at six and a half. He didn't score. Yeah, he picked up two fouls right at the beginning of the game, sat the rest of the half, yeah. came out, picked up the third, third foul, foul. Start the second. they took him Boom. out, back again. and then they had so much success, they never put him back in. Right. Six minutes, three fouls for Devo. Right. Uh, I'll also hit on Ochman Mark. That was pretty easy. It was I had the him number, at 12 and a half, yep. and the reason... And five and a half free throws. Yeah, I, I was thinking, though, uh, with Mark, if... Al Ellis does his thing continued. Now, who would have dreamed? What, 3 of 14 shooting, I think, was for battle? battle. 3 of 15. 3 of 15. So, if he even hits half his shots, or a little bit over half his shots, the points have got to come from somewhere. Now, the points that were made up for L. Ellis and others were made by Mitchell. Makai's playing great. Awesome. I mean, I, I really... Uh, uh, Going into this game with uh, Missouri, I really don't know what to do with him. I don't know where to go ahead because he's probably averaging close to 18 of the last five games. If I just took those five games mm-hmm. into account, Tennessee game's been the only bad game. But then, yeah, what happened to Tennessee? He didn't show up. Yeah, I think, you have to play I don't him think more. he scored that game. You just have to play him more. Keep him on the court. Yeah, but I'm not making that decision, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he get he gets off to a Devo start. What happens? Yeah. He's sitting over the... But the problem now, they don't have anybody else. I mean... Oh, there's truth to that. With with uh, Graham out but there's no, no guarantee. Brazil, there's but there's only there, two big guys, but really. A, but here's the thing, Wes. There's no guarantee when Graham comes back, he's going to get the same minutes. No. Now that this rotation seems to be making Musselman happy. What's so, coming up next on Drive Time Sports? Uh, we start the day, we think, with Super Sid... And tonight is Coach Richardson's night. Sweet. We've got uh, Bart Reap, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Talk about, heard you and Bill talk about the regionals in basketball. Of course, we've got Trey Biddy, our mainstay, every day at 5 o'clock. So, should be a fun show today, as usual. we got spring practice date set. That was nice well, to see. Well, we have one day One day, the first one. Yeah. And the spring game. First yeah. one and the last <laughs> yeah. one set. I kept waiting for all the other dates and yeah. never found them. <laughs> Drive Time Sports is coming up next. Big thanks to... A-State's head coach Brian Hodson for joining us. Pat Bradley and Bill Ingram, it was a fun day. Tomorrow, Richard Davenport's coming by or calling in. And Bobby Swafford from the AAA. It'll be a fun day. I hope you can join us. Randy's next. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos. Deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays. And DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. get your Willie on. Hey, it's Matt Zimmerman for Telco Federal Credit Union. Getting a home improvement loan with Telco Federal Credit Union is, well, pretty simple. You can have the money as fast as the very next day. 